Welcome back to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And today we are so excited to welcome back to the podcast romance author Jasmine Guillory, who basically needs no introduction. And her new book, While We Were Dating, just came out. And I have to say, I think it's one of her best. Ben Stevens has never bothered with serious relationships. He has plenty of casual dates to keep him busy, family drama he's trying to ignore, and his advertising job to focus on. When Ben lands a huge ad campaign featuring movie star Anna Gardner, however, it's hard to keep it purely professional. Anna is not just gorgeous and sexy, she's also down to earth and considerate, and he can't help flirting just a little. Anna Gardner one mission to make herself a household name, and this ad campaign will be a great distraction while she waits to hear if she's booked her next movie. However, she didn't expect Ben Stevens to be her biggest distraction. She knows mixing business with pleasure never works out, but why not indulge in a harmless flirtation? So I totally loved this book because it has one of my favorite tropes, which is like a famous person dating a non-famous person. And um, I get into it into the interview, but I could really relate to Anna's character. And this is um, Jasmine's steamiest, I have to say. Oh, I, for one, am always a fan of that. And it's uh, not a slow burn. <laughs> Jasmine, she just she's just a gift that keeps on giving, honestly. Yeah, and this, I mean, I was so excited to have her on the first time, but to uh, catch up with her after all this time. And, um, I mean, we talk about it in the interview about, you know, who would have thought we would, you know, still be doing this uh, since our last interview with her in July 2020. But it was an absolute delight to speak with her again. Welcome back to Read It or List It, someone who needs absolutely no introduction, the Jasmine Guillory, author of the Wedding Date series, whose latest book, While We Were Dating, just hit shelves last week, a week ago today when we're recording this. And um, it's safe to say I am cradling it right here next to me. (laughs) I think this is my new favorite. I didn't think any of them could ever be topped, but you just keep doing it. Um, So it's so nice to have you back on the show. How are you doing today? Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm great. Um, I can't believe it. We had, um, I spoke to Lissa K. Adams for the second time as well back in October. And we were like, who would have thought that we would still be like doing this whole right. virtual book launch thing? <laughs> who would have thought? Who um, but I can't believe it that a whole year later, here we yeah. are. Yeah. Second book coming out during a pandemic. <laughs> I know. And I was wondering, um, one of my friends actually, who was like stalking her mailman for her copy of While We Were Dating to show up, um, attended one of your virtual events. And she was like, you know, I miss like being able to be in person, but like, I never would have been able to attend these events now. So now that it's your second time with a virtual pub launch, how does it feel? Like, do you feel like you're more connected to readers? Is there anything, I'm sure there's positive and negatives to both. Yeah. You know, I really miss in-person book events. Like I, I miss like getting to have conversations with readers in person. And I think Mm -hmm. the hardest things about virtual events is that I can't really like tell that there are other people in the room yeah. <laughs> so that, but but like but I do love that I get to talk to people from so many different places mm-hmm. um and that so many readers who wouldn't normally get to go to book events can you know that aren't in places that like I normally get to travel or or you know that places abroad that I have never gotten to travel you know to travel to for book stuff and so 
that has been really wonderful. And it's been great to hear from readers afterwards who have been in, you know, all sorts of different cities and got to tune in to, to the book events. And so that is one thing that um, I certainly hope and expect, I think, to continue um, after the pandemic is to have at least, you know, I don't think that we're going to have entire virtual book tours anymore because yeah. I do like miss not being in my living room, for example. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but I do think that there's, there will still be a virtual aspect because it has really like resonated with so many readers who haven't gotten to go to events like this before. Um, and it's really kind of expanded who we get to talk to. So I think that's only a good thing. Yeah. As an introvert myself, I'm always like, do I want to go? Like, what am I going to say? I feel like I'm getting nervous. And so the virtual events are a nice little way to, I think, realize that, you know, our favorite authors are still just people and very approachable. (laughs) Um, But as this is, so were you writing while we were dating, like during 2020? I wrote the entire book during the pandemic. Oh my goodness. Cause it's so joyful. Like it, I mean, my favorite thing about your books is always that they, they're very joyful, but very real at the same time. But this one just like exuded this joy that like, I don't know if I read it at the right time in my life, but it just felt very joyful. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the book in many ways was me like trying to grab all of the joy I could from the world. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, it, writing this book really kept me going during some of the hardest parts of the pandemic. I think I, you know, I, it was really hard to start. Um, I wasn't sure when I, you know, cause I was supposed to just, my plan had been to start it last March. Um, cause I usually try to give myself a little like window of time in between working on books to like refill the creative well and yes. take a break <laughs> and get other stuff done. And so I was like, had sort of turned in one book and was like, okay, I will start the next book, which did not have a title at that point. Um, I, I knew it was about banana and that was most mm-hmm. of what I knew. Um, I will like, cause I had planned to be at a writing retreat in March and I was like, that'll be the perfect time to start outlining it. And then, um, and then I'll start writing it like in April and, you know, that will give me time for everything. Cause I, I am a person who needs lots of deadlines. So I yes. make a lot of internal <laughs> deadlines for myself. Yes. Uh, and then, you know, the day we all got to the writing retreat was like the day that the world all fell apart. Mm. Um, you know, we we're all like at dinner, everybody's just, like drinking wine and meeting each other. And then somebody looked at their phone and was like, the NBA just canceled in, in the middle of the game and then like Broadway just shut down like all of yeah. those things that happened on that day like that was that day and so I felt stuck like that whole weekend I I sort of I did not outline anything I had brought a journal and so I forced myself to journal like during that time and I did a little bit of like brainstorming for the book then and I did come up with like one or two ideas that I pulled into the book but for the rest of it I just didn't know what to do like it felt impossible to write a book during such a uncertain scary Mm -hmm. time and also to write about contemporary life when I didn't know what I didn't know what the next week was going to look like you know I mean we certainly didn't think that we were still going to be doing this you know a year from now and so I like last March I didn't think I didn't know what the, ne- the next summer was going to look like. Um, but then I just sort of forced myself to start writing. Like I did, I did not start writing it in April. <laughs> I did not get there then. Um, but I was kind of like, I, I need, I also needed 
something to occupy my mind because I was so, I, you know, I was like doom scrolling, right? Yes. That's what we all started doing last year. Oh my and gosh. I, was like, I need something else to do. I'm a writer, so I'm going to write something. Um, so I just kind of started then. It was, it was very slow at first. I didn't really know where I was going. And I just sort of, I didn't, I did not really start with an outline, which I usually do. I just like had a handful of scenes that I knew was going to be at the beginning. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to dive in and then I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and then, you know, it was slow and hard at first, but after a while, it was really the thing that I looked forward to, you know, it was like the joy that I needed from life. Like I really put into this book. And so I'm really glad that that you that you see that too yeah I I mean I loved it from the um something I've been lacking a lot lately in my reading is the that first chapter grab and this book and then the book I read right after it were the ones that like for the felt like for the first time in so long I was like I'm in it right now like I was able to like escape into it which is just so wonderful and necessary right now um, cause for some reason this year is starting to feel even harder than last year. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, totally. Um, cause it's just getting so exhausting, but, um, there's a huge part in this book of mental health. So Anna has, uh, she's a very candid about her anxiety, which I'm always happy to see as someone who has anxiety and I'm also an actress. <laughs> um, so I could really relate to Anna a lot. Um, cause she's, she's a plus size curvy actress. And obviously I have the privilege of being a white actress, but the, her discussion of her anxiety and like how sometimes you feel like your body is not your own. That is something that I never really get to see in books where like, you know, sometimes for some reason, when your body is bigger, people feel like they can say anything they want about it. And I don't know, it was something that really resonated with me um, during this time. And Ben also uh, is very open about going to therapy. So I think that all of those very real relatable aspects, but with, um, I think this is your steamiest book yet. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm here for it. Big fan. <laughs> Ashley and I always joke that this has just become a romance podcast because <laughs> happily ever after is the only thing that's gotten us <laughs> through yeah. the last year. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, so much real life in this book that is still wrapped up in just absolute pure joy, um, which I loved. But so you said that you knew this was going to be about Ben and Anna. And that was one of the questions from our listeners that people wanted to know, because you've built this like beautiful world of companion novels. And someone asked, how do you know whose story is going to come next? You know, I, so Ben was a character in my third book, The Wedding Party. Um, Mm -hmm. His brother was one of the main characters of that book. and, And then sort of Ben came in as a supporting character. And as soon as I put Ben on the page I was like oh he's fun to write like yeah story. but but it needed I needed a little bit of time to kind of figure out what it was like I think I didn't quite know what I wanted Ben's story to be but I knew I wanted to write about it so so I needed a little time for that and then I had already been thinking about it you know I kind of started figuring that out maybe a year maybe a year before I started writing, a year and a half even, um, like I knew it was going to be about Ben and Anna and I knew that Anna was going to be in Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. I knew that she was going to be an actress. And so those, and, and there were a few scenes that I knew, 
Um, but the general plot, I think, was a lot different than what I had planned, partly because I wrote, I mean, partly because, you know, when I planned for it, it was like a year and a half before and things always change. I mean, my, you know, I usually like sort of write up a synopsis or an outline or something a while before I write the book. And then I write the book and I'm like, well, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then also, you know, because they're during the pandemic, like, life felt different, different themes came up. Um, I think, you know, I, it felt it felt natural to put mental health in there because everybody I knew was talking about mental health last year and dealing with it and in a way that, you know, like, I'm glad that we all started talking about it because it was this past year and a half has been so difficult for so many people. And I think we wouldn't have gotten through this year if we didn't have frank conversations and I know you know so many people didn't get get through this past year and a half and so I think that has that's been a really important thing for me to talk about with people and I and so it just felt it, it felt like I couldn't it felt natural to put it in the book like it felt like I yeah. couldn't write without without talking about that yeah I read a review <laughs> on Goodreads that said my favorite part about Jasmine Guillory's books is that they're all, the men are always willing to handle their shit <laughs> Like, like there, no one is like, like Ben's like, yeah, I go to therapy and he's open about it. And you're like, oh gosh, where, let's get see more of that gentlemen. Let's see more of that, please. Yeah. But you know, (laughs) Ben takes a little while to figure out. He does. He does. Well, he, uh, he leans on some other activities to keep himself occupied. (laughs) But speaking of, I actually was listening to an interview with another romance author and um, she was talking about, you know, how you, Uh, how do you get in the mindset to write those steamy scenes? Because this is not a slow burn, which honestly, I'm always here for. Um, So, I mean, obviously it's fun and all of that, but, you know, getting the, I think we always talk about a lot about the the stigma of romance novels and all of that. Um, And clearly this is your sixth book, so you are no stranger to it, but how do you get in that mindset and, um, you know, make it feel real and natural and all of that? You know, I think for me, it's really about figuring out who the characters are mm-hmm. and what their relationship is like um, and how they relate to one another. Because I think, and like where in the book it is. I am a person who, you know, people approach writing in very, many different ways. I know a lot of people who write out of order. I can't ever do that. So occasionally I can sort of go backwards and like add a new scene, but I have to kind of keep writing in order. And for me, I have to know like what stage in their relationship are they now because every sex scene is different depending on how well they know each other, what they are thinking about their relationship. Do they think this is going to be a one and only time? Do they think, are they sort of in this now? You know, are they mad at each other? Like what is going on behind the scenes for them? Why are they each approaching this? And so Mm -hmm. I really have to, know and understand the characters in order to kind of get into those scenes and know what is going to happen and what ha- what impact that's going to have on each of them. Yeah, something I always look for or um I guess it's it's hard to put like a rating on but like the authenticity of the characters because I think that's how some people are like, "Oh no, I don't like to read romance. Like it's too cheesy." But like 
if it's two people who are genuinely in love and care about each other and there's that tension, there's nothing like, so that, I think that's the mark of a good writer when you're like, I don't care. Like, because you know, the buildup is there. Um, and, uh, the limo big fan, big fan. (laughs) Don't want to give any spoilers if you haven't read it yet, but like I said, it's a burst of sunshine and a lot of fun. Um, yes, I love it. Uh, (laughs) um, so I feel like especially in the last year, it has felt like putting art out into the world is something that can be like really scary. And you obviously have a very loyal and loving fan base. Like I'm going through these questions right now. And most of them are, I don't have questions. Just tell her I love her. Shut up. She's back. I'm so excited. And I think, I think the kids on TikTok say, uh, you gas someone up, you you give them a little, so I'll gas you up for the day. Um, so, but even so, Right. And I'm sure that this book felt very personal during the time that you were writing it. So is that like, I don't know, was there any, like, do you still get nerves putting books out into the world and stories and afraid of how people will perceive them or take them, anything like that? Oh my God. Do I still, (laughs) my poor (laughs) agent who I like give my nerves to constantly. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's funny because I was talking about this to someone else recently, like it definitely, it gets worse. I think the more I do it, like I get more nervous about putting books out into the world, but I also feel that I don't feel it as I'm writing. Like as I'm writing, I have to let all of that go. I can't let any of that play a role in the writing because I have to really just write the story that I care about and that I want to put out into the world. And so, so it's funny because I, I sort of like, sent away all of that anxiety during the writing time and then it all comes flying back <laughs> as soon as it's about to go out to the world and I'm like but well people I love it yeah other people love it I hope so <laughs> um, so that like that is scary and I think you know especially during this time everything is heightened right I think it is so much harder to um there hasn't been a lot of times when we've gotten to really experience fun. Like mm-hmm. someone, someone asked me some, like something about like, was that fun, you know, a few months ago. And I was like, what does fun mean anymore? Yeah. Right. Because we, because for, because for the past year and a half, I think we've all been just like getting by, like yeah. just like in survival okay, mode. up in the morning, we're surviving. And so, so it's been hard to see, the good things out there so all you can think of is like well but what if people hate it and not like what if people love it and so I really do hope that people love this book I love it very much um so I hope people feel feel the same way yeah and it has the best cover I mean I love I'm, I'm sure next year when your next book comes out I'll be like no this is my new favorite <laughs> which based off of a new character that we met in while we were dating and I want to give any spoilers, but I'm curious to see if that new character will reappear. Um, so this book is the last of the, the wedding date series. Oh I'm my sorry. goodness. <laughs> okay, but I was so wrong. <laughs> um, I, it felt like a good closing time yeah. and six books felt about right. Um, What's the song? Closing so time. That, you know, like, I mean, I'm sure at some point other char- characters you've seen before might pop up in, in new books, but mm-hmm. the next book, um, the next few books will be about brand new people. 
Well, that's exciting. I, one of the, the top questions was what can you tell us about future book projects? And then they said, I just want to know as much as she can tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, I can't really say anything. Um, but I will say you should know, I will be able to start talking about the next book probably sometime within the next month. So yeah, stay- we enjoy what we have for now. <laughs> that is, um, I've been, something I've been saying to authors during interviews right now is because I've just been like devouring books because they have been my, my sanity in the last year. And then I'll be like, oh yeah, I read your book in 24 hours, which I did with while you were dating. <laughs> we had a very wonderful rainy day. And I was like, this is it. I'm sitting down with this book. And then I'm like, Oh, it took you so long to write that. So like, I know it, it's, it's a compliment, but it's also like, uh, do you know, that took me 18 months to do or something like that. That's okay. I mean, I, I am also a huge reader. So I devour books in hours that I'm sure it has taken people years to write. So I feel like it's <laughs> Yes. The pacing is just, pacing was on point with this one. I loved oh, it. Oh, thank you so much. Um, Okay. So another question that I'm also very interested in as well, because I started writing in the last year. So someone asked, um, Issa asked, uh, when are we getting a masterclass on writing modern romance novels? Oh my gosh. Well, that's a huge compliment. Thank you so much. Um, (laughs) I, you know, I, I still feel like I barely know what I'm doing. I think it has taken me really six books to feel like I understand things to a certain point, but also every book is a little different. I mean, and Mm. especially, you know, writing books during a pandemic is, was certainly something that I don't think any of us thought that we would ever have to do in our lives. I wrote this book in a very different way than I have written any of my other books. Um, I hand wrote the entire first draft, which I, (laughs) yes. Wow. No, I think that's great. I love to hand write. I had not planned on doing it that way at all. I mean, I've never done that with any other book, but um, but I usually like handwrite the, the first, maybe not even the first chapter, but like the first like few scenes, mm-hmm. partly just kind of to trick my mind, um, because a blank word document is very intimidating. Yeah. And so I will like handwrite in a notebook the beginning and then just like type it up and be like, all right, now I have stuff in a word document and then just keep, keep typing. And, but like when I started working on while we were dating, it, it didn't like, I didn't even at the beginning, I was like, this is not a book. I'm just writing something. I'm just writing a thing in a notebook. And so I like, didn't even want to type it up, you know, because I was like, that seems opening my laptop and starting a new document. That's, that's too much of a commitment right now. Mm. Um, So then I just sort of kept writing the notebook. And then finally I was like, okay, fine. This is a book. I should, I should probably have some sort of backup that, yeah, written notebook so 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 I then started typing it but I but I'd written so much at that point that it took me a while to catch up so I just like and then finally when I caught up I was like well I mean I've written the whole book this way to this point I might as well just keep going so that's sort of how I did that um so I think like one of my best pieces of advice for people is like every book is a little different you know Sometimes there are systems that work for you and then you realize that they're not working for one thing and you have to kind of, I, at least I'm not really a very good go with the flow person, mm-hmm. but I think this past year and a half has really made me have to be flexible about a lot of things. And that's what, um, that's one of the things that I have learned in, you know, as I've been writing um, romance. Yeah. That seems to be the consensus from so many people that like you can have as much of a process as you want, but it 
the book will speak to you or like the ideas come to you in different ways every time. Um, my writing partner and I, Amber, we were both saying we both like editing more than writing because like you just want to read your book. Like you're, yeah. you're writing the story because you see it in your head. And so I like handwriting because it feels like you're you get to do your first edit when you transfer it electronically. Yeah, actually, absolutely. Like, you know, the the draft that I typed into my computer was sort of like draft like one and a half because mm-hmm. there were certain themes like by the time I started typing up, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need that. That scene is, is not going to be in the book. I'm just going to skip it. Or there were lots of things that I changed or characters that I added or subtracted or like little things like that, that got changed by the time I started typing it up. Okay. We're almost out of time. So two little rapid fire questions before we say goodbye. I'm sure you get this question a lot, but everybody always wants to know. And now, since this is the conclusion of the wedding date universe, is there, do you have a favorite character or favorite couple uh, throughout the, throughout writing them? Well, I mean, you know, right now, Ben and Anna are absolutely my favorite, but like the, the most recent book is always my favorite yeah. book. I think it, I feel so close to them and so close to the book. And I think also, you know, the process of writing this book during the pandemic really like made it feel, I feel very tender towards this one. Um, yeah. But but we'll we'll see how that changes in, in future years and with future books. Yeah. Um, well, you're so much fun to follow on Instagram. I live for the yoga daily updates oh. because- <laughs> Every night, because obviously I'm on East Coast time. Yeah. And so whenever I'm like getting towards the end of the night and I'm like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do my workout or something. I'm like, Jasmine's going to have her yoga update. <laughs> Get on the Peloton. <laughs> um, but, you know, with Instagram and all of that, um, something that we always like to do is pair songs with books. So do you have a song that you would pair with while we were dating or like, um, I know everybody either likes to write in silence or classical music or whatever, but is there a song that has a feeling, um, that I think that matches this book for you? Absolutely. So I actually just posted on Instagram, a um, my playlist for this book, which is sort oh, of I a, missed it. a, um, it's a little bit of a edited playlist than the one that I actually used, but I always, make playlists for books as I start writing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I never write while listening. I can't listen to music at all while I'm writing, but I will listen to Thanks music at sort of all other times. And so when I'm just like driving around to errands or washing dishes or, you know, taking a walk or whatever, um, and they often kind of spark ideas for me or things like that. And so one of the books that was, one of the songs that was on this book's playlist um, that really feels like like it exemplifies the book to me um, is, we can use bad words in this podcast. Yes, of course. (laughs) Is Laugh, Love, Fuck, Um, (laughs) which I actually discovered through another friend and I listened to it and I was like, this is it. This is for the book. I love it. And I don't think there's any better note for us to end on. Um, Thank you so much for joining me today, Jasmine. It's always a joy to have you. Um, And I'm so, so grateful for your generous time. Uh, Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? Thank you so much for having me. This is such a fun podcast to do. And I just hope you guys all love the book. Yes. Big fans. All right. Thank you so much, Jasmine. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Jasmine. I was so sad that Ashley couldn't join us because uh, if you don't know, if we don't talk about our occupations <laughs> enough in on this podcast, Ashley's a lawyer 
and Jasmine. What? Uh, a shocker, I know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. She is? Spilling the tea. <laughs> and Jasmine was a lawyer before she became a published author. So uh, she worked <laughs> in big law like Ashley, and uh, I let her know why Ashley wasn't able to join us, and uh, she was concerned to say the least. <laughs> for for the any potential that my employer is listening to this podcast, I love my job so much. I wish I also had time to get to talk with Jasmine about it. <sighs> but Jasmine is such a delight, even getting to listen to her conversation back that you had with her. She's just such a bubbly, joyous person to be around and to hear. And I hope that she keeps writing these amazing romance novels for the rest of time. Yes, and we can look forward to a new universe in her next book. So thank you so much for listening. Make sure you stop by the Instagram page at read it or list it pod with your thoughts on today's episode. And you know where to find us at read and write and at underscore shelf love underscore on Instagram. And you can find a link to Jasmine's latest book on Phoebe's website, readandwrite.com. And be sure that you do stop by the Instagram page today because we need your help for an upcoming episode. So if you want to find out what that is, the information will be on Instagram. Until then, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Read It or List It Pod. All rights reserved 2020.